Hey, it's Todd coming to you from the Sports and Spiritual Library here in my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin. And uh, my friends had comfort keepers. They have in-home care elevates human spirit. Senior care, in-home care, respite care, empathetic caregivers are specially trained to provide uplifting care, transportation, and support driving to doctor appointments, grocery shopping, companionship, and personal care. Seniors thrive safely. CKMassin.com, phone number 608-218-4861-5950, Seminole Center Court, and Suite 200, Madison, Wisconsin, 53711. Thank you. Hey, it's Todd, coming to you from the Verona Sports and Spiritual Library here in my apartment in Verona. And, I'm going to wrap up this uh, Buddy Ryan 46 defense and talk about uh, talk about some of the stuff that we've read through the with the Cowboys and the Bears and uh, Doug Plank, the man. Uh, I'm sorry, let me go through this here quick. That's, got off the track here. Evolution of the NFL in seven Sundays. The games that change the game. Ron Jaworski with Greg Cosell and David Plott. So this is from 2010. Copyright. I believe it's an awesome book, and I hope everybody's been enjoying all the reading I've been doing in it, and uh, this book's starting to show it a little bit, so that's a good thing. And uh, Doug Plank, he was the man who whacked me around as a player who beat my Arena League team more times than I would have liked, and whose jersey number gave the number 46 its name. Raised an interesting point when I spoke with him for this book. If someone like Buddy Ryan hadn't come along, someone who totally disrupted offenses, I wonder if there would have been the wholesale tradition, transition, to spread offenses we are see today. He reflected the tightly packed eight-man fronts our day just can't succeed as a base defense against spread formations. Offensive coordinators who came to the conclusion fairly quickly that unless they spread defenses out, their quarterbacks were going to get hit again and again. That isn't acceptable today because more than ever, the NFL is the quarterback's league. Another change the uh, 46 brought about was how the teams drafted. More and more personnel directors now pick receivers, specifically to beat press coverage. Cornerbacks who cover wider field areas are also popular draft choices. And offenses have to put in greater number of deception plays such as quick screens where the quarterback gets the ball out fast to a receiver with a lineman blocking in front of him. Well, I'm just going to say, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut in here. I just want to say what I see too. That, 
It's still going on. And this is the only this is the offense of today is still going on. Is the uh, the bubble screens and the spread formations and you know and that's and that's what he's talking about. You know, before in the eighties and even the early nineties, the uh, the defenses were put together. They're closer together. The gaps were shorter for the offensive line. And um, you know, and this is the thing is, is that it's become a more it's become a more high impact offense. Uh, you know, the the points are way up, and the points are still going to be up. But that's what's been going on, and that's what we see in today's league. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen it come and go, but you know what? It stays the same as the, uh, as I said, the players, I should say, the players come and go, and the high-impact offenses are uh, still there. And, you know, but anyways... So anyways, with another change the 46 brought was uh, about was how teams drafted more and more personnel directors. Now, pick receivers specifically to beat pass coverage. Cornerbacks who cover wider field areas are also popular draft choices. And offenses have had to put in greater number of deception plays. We've read this before, obviously, but I'm still going back through it because there's still got a lot there to uh, chew on. Such as quick screens where the quarterback gets the ball out fast receiver with the lineman blocking in front of him. As deep as the coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings, Leslie Frazier knows the original version of the 46 simply won't work in the NFL of the 21st century. It was a different time in the 1980s, he explained. Two back sets, offenses operated in a more cons- more confined space, going buddy, giving buddies players shorter defense distances to rush, less ground to cover, greater ability to disguise their blitzes. Other than Don Coriel and the Chargers, offenses didn't go with three or four wide receivers back then. Coaches were afraid that if they spread things out too much, the quarterback wouldn't be protected. And he'd get hit. 46 can't serve as a base defense today because offenses are spread so far, it would be tough for defenses to pressure the same way we did with the Bears. That 46 can and should still be a part of an overall package in today's NFL. There are times during a game when a pure 46 can be devastating. Former Baltimore Ravens coach and current broadcaster Brian Billick has identified another significant change. Defenses can no longer so much pressure that put corners at risk. When people finally caught up with the 46, it was coaches like Jeff Fisher who took its basics and added wrinkles to keep it effective. Fisher was first to adapt adapt to a modern game. He came up with a corner, he came up with a safe, safe zone concepts, appeared to give some look as the original 46, but weren't. And that created a new set of problems for the offenses. Plank, Fisher, and Frazier are but three of the branches 
extending from Buddy's Ryan's coaching tree. You can also include current NFL coaches Mike Singletary with the 49ers and Ron Rivera in San Diego. Other with a direct Ryan lineage are his twin sons Rex and Rob, plus Fisher disciples Jeff Schwartz in Detroit and Greg Williams with the Saints. Interesting. The late Jim Johnson, Philadelphia's longtime defensive coordinator who spotted a Ryan connection, who sported a Ryan connection, after Buddy left Chicago to join the Eagles in 86, the Bears selected Vince Tobin as his replacement. Dave McGinnis, who coached the linebackers for Tobin, recalled, Vince adapted these principles after Buddy was gone and began running the same scheme with zone coverage behind it. He then shared all his staff, all this stuff with Jim Johnson because they had played together in college in Missouri and were close friends. You could see Buddy's fingerprints all over what Jim did during the during his many years as a Eagles coordinator. Having watched the Eagles as much as I have, had had to say that Johnson was the closest to Buddy as far as scheme, aggressiveness, and a gambling style. Jim would always bring one more guy than you could block, and that was risky. Jim was more interested in protection scheme breakdown and was a true believer in the philosophy of the 46. By contrast, Jeff Fisher at Tennessee had dialed down much of the risk and was inter inherent in Ryan's original defense. In Buddy's scheme, we see unsound covered principles at times with potential receiving targets wide open or in favorable one-on-one -on -one situations. With Titans, Jeff run similar looks, but you don't always get the same rush patterns after the ball is snapped. Fisher can start with something resembling 46 pressure, then will suddenly switch to his zone defense with people dropping back. It's a more conservative 46. Over the long haul, it's been very successful in Tennessee. Fisher has since taught this version to Greg Williams, who's had a terrific track record at many places, including present position defensive coordinator for New Orleans. Greg gives you Greg gives you disguised pressure with Green Dog. You'll recall that when a black or a <laughs> A back or a tight end will initially be accounted for in man coverage. But the main the main that one or both of them show that they'll be not blocking, Greg will spend his send his defenders after the quarterback. The tactic surfaced many times in 09 during the Saints Super Bowl run.
There are past coverages, components of the original 46 that have become staples in every team's defensive playbook. Most evidence is the buddy swipe scheme when a linebacker or safety can trade assignments in underneath coverage. But not all Buddy's disciples have embraced other aspects of the 46. As much as I believe Ron Rivera would like to use it, he has to take into account what players he has in San Diego and whether they're the best suited to succeed with the 46. At Minnesota, Frazier has never been an advocate of the Blitz, in part that's because he's had to get he's had the great front four that included Jared Allen and two Williams' perennial Pro Bowl tackles Kevin and Pat. But I think there's more to it. I think there's more to it than that. Leslie has developed his own system and doesn't gamble much in pressure situations. He does, however, tap in heavily to the coverage principles of the 46. Maybe Frazier still remembers what it was like to be that cornerback on an island. The anxiety of being isolated on a receiver and uncertainty as to whether the pass rush was going has done its job. As far as Tim Singletary is concerned, it's simply a matter of being able available talent. As far as Singletary is concerned, it's simply a matter of available talent. There we go. With my team in San Francisco, we don't quite have all the pieces yet to run the 46. You have to have these pieces or you can't run it, he said candidly. 46 is all about pressure. And if you don't have the right guys in the right positions, it's going to hurt more than kelp. Singletary was once asked if the forty, if the Bears eighty, boom, boom, sorry, my my mouth is uh going too fast for my words. Singletary was once asked if the eighty-five defense is the greater of all is the greatest of all time. You could come up with comparative stats or the names of the players, Mike replied. But the best way to tell us is to take out the film of any team you want to compare us with. Steel Curtain, the Vikings Purple People Eaters, 2000 Ravens, Dallas Doomsday Defense, they're all tremendous. Watch them. Then put the Bears film on and don't say a word. Our film will talk to you. What will it say? You'll know when to see, when you see it because the film doesn't not lie. Rex Ryan agrees. I was the D line coach at Baltimore with the two thousand Ravens defense that set league records for fewest points and rushing yardage. The difference between that Ravens team and the eighty five. Bears was was simple. Opponents who played Baltimore thought they had a chance to beat us right up until the game began. Then they start playing and realize our speed and our size was too much to overcome. 
Before teams played the Bears, they weren't even thinking about winning. They were just hoping to survive. They didn't want to get the crap kicked out of them. 85 Bears had bad team had teams beat that before they even played. As a league assistant with the Jets in 2009, Doug Plank had insider's view of the newest schemes from the current generation of the Ryan family coaches. Rex had taken his dad's father's his father's ideas and imposed on them. He observed he's created more new looks, more opportunities for his defenders to make plays. Still all about creating confusion in the quarterback's mind. Not just hitting people hard. Rex looks for favorable mismatchups. He'll give players multiple responsibilities on each play. So when he moves play people around, he has capabilities of making it look like totally different defense. The number of men he used up front is constantly changing. You'll get more movements from hybrid players rushing from the variety of different angles. Rex's schemes rely on the threat of pressure coming, but that pressure isn't always geared to overpowering the opponent he's play. I think Rex I think Rex has expanded the scope of the 46 in ways his father could not have envisioned. Rex will take a linebacker from one side of the field and move him to cover a wide receiver and rotate his down lineman in unconventional ways with coverage concepts I've never seen before. Rex is vigorously, vigorously responding to the many new looks he sees from offenses, figuring that he needs to be aggressive in order to stay ahead. In that respect, he's a chip off the old block. Mike Singletary has noticed the resemblance, saying, it's obviously Rex is carrying on his, carrying on his father's legacy. He's so much like Brian, he's so much like Buddy, it's frightening. Buddy Ryan and I were hardly the best of friends. He didn't always treat me with respect. I thought his behavior was often unprofessional. I still don't think he has a clue about offensive football. But I know a genius when I see one. Defensively, Buddy was exactly that. And I recognized his influence every Sunday in every game and with every team. Ryan intuitively understood where pro, fo- pro football was headed almost before anyone else. At a time when the running game was still king, but he could see the future, a future where passing would become the league's dominant offensive weapon. That is the world in which the NFL now exists. Buddy Ryan's 46 defense was a response to that developing trend and it has had a wide wide reaching and permanent impact on its tactics and psychological 
mindsets of today's NFL defenses. Um, that's, uh, that's come to an end right there. That's the end of the uh, chapter, but I just want to say a few things. Is that, you know, when, when the fact is, is that the league is a copycat league, is like what they've been saying. And, you know, it's, it's been pretty amazing. I look at the, uh, I look at the old offenses back when there was just, uh, you know, you had the bo- Notre Dame box formation and you had the T formation and you had the, you know, and then you had the uh, slot back, split, I should say the split, split backs. And, you know, that was all what the, uh, that was how the uh, Lombardi uh, sweep came upon us. You know, literally, they had a split back. You know, they had Taylor, they had Horning. Well, Horning was really a, uh, he was an option, too. He was the uh, quarterback option. He played quarterback at uh, Notre Dame. He played the old, I believe it was in the box formation back then. Well, all these, uh, all these, like, formations and, and this stuff, it just it never it just keeps developing every year, more and more off of the uh, formation as you get more and more options to it. You know, you have uh, two is like when back with his he was with the he was with the uh, Chicago Cardinals and uh, and he went to the Bears because George Hallis wanted him and I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but anyways. So what happened was this guy went to the, uh, you know, he had Ernie Nevers, and uh, then he went over, and then he picked up, uh, he he got with Hallis, and Hallis had him develop his running offense, and uh, Clark Shaughnessy, I believe his name was. Yeah, I think it was Clark Shaughnessy, and uh, Hallis picked him. Hallis picked his brain and they put together the offense and then uh, I think Hallis even quit Hallis even retired for a couple of years but then he knew he had to come back because his uh, <laughs> his system was getting destroyed by new uh, newer versions newer techniques so Hallis came back and tried to put his implement his system back in and that was how he took control, back control you know, that was the thing about Shaughnessy, too. It's just like, you know, his his uh, little system worked fine. And his uh, formation worked fine until, you know, a different defense came into effect and a different defense stood up and uh, beat it back down, you know, and they had to find something new. You know, that's like, that's like what goes on all the time. It's like when they... Uh, I'll fast forward a few years. I'll go into the uh, run and shoot offense with the Detroit Lions when uh, they first drafted Barry Sanders. Well, you know that was a that was uh, the offense of the Houston Gamblers that was taken from the run and shoot, and they brought that forward. They even brought in uh, some of the wide receivers. These little might wide receivers. There's a guy like Richard Johnson. He's about He's about the size of my mother, 
And uh, these guys are so fast. But the thing is, as they found out too, is that, you know, and, and Sanders was a product of that system. Um, that run and shoot. Moss Davis was the guy that I'm thinking of. Sanders was the rookie of the year. He was the rookie everything back then, you know, and and because of this, they all thought it was because of the assistant. No, it was because Barry Sanders had some of those beautiful moves. It was the quickest scats you could, the league had ever seen before was this guy. And, uh, you know, he he was just amazing. So it wasn't most Davis' system. But then when they try to get really cute and they try to have Scott Mitchell run, <laughs> I'm sorry, bud. You know, and I think about this other guy who, too, had a, uh, you know, Scott Mitchell went to Utah. That was the shovel pass. Where Lee Gross Cup is the guy that had the shovel pass. And that's where the Utah, that's how the Utah Utes came to be the Utah Utes. Well, that's what they tell me, anyways. But, uh, no, I just wanted to go back through that because that's that's the system, you know, and that's the NFL. And and the other thing I was thinking about, too, is I just seen the, the other day that Greg Williams was on the Packers, uh, all the advisory staff or whatever, they give the coaches ideas. And I just hopefully, hopefully he took the, uh, Oh, when they put the put the uh, target on the uh, opposing players about who to knock out of the game, and and uh, you know if you got a if you got a personal fall, you got so many points. There's so much money, you know, and that's what they had. That's what they had the system going with. They had dollars on they had dollars on these guys' heads. So if you ever you know, and, and it just it's just the way it is now. But they put a squash on that, you know, and so. You know, it's still going on today. It's just a little bit more quieter. I guarantee it. So, you know, one of the things we cannot forget are these guys are not altar boys. So, if nobody else has told you that they love you today, I do. And I hope you enjoyed that chapter. And remember, this is a Todd Godcast. is brought to you with the power of love. Nobody else has told you they love you today. I do. Thanks.